Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast forum, February the 2nd. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, all enshrined in the supreme law of our land. We also use liberty, folks, a general principle understood by honest hard-working Americans who believe in freedom. Welcome to the broadcast. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time, even when it's not on Friday. How's that? All right, let's talk about a recap of yesterday's show we had on James Edwards. Dear friend, co-host, if you will, ThePoliticalCesspool.org is his award-winning broadcast. Uh, it's available at ThePoliticalCesspool.org every Saturday Night Live. Anytime you like, 24-7 on demand. Great, great show. He's also the author of a book called Racism, Schmacism, uh, and a dear friend does a phenomenal job. We discussed yesterday several topics. Joe Biden, Amtrak, big lies continue. Now, I don't know why the mainstream press lets him tell those lies. I don't know why they don't stop him mid-sentence and say, Joe, Joe, just stop, Joe, stop. Look, buddy, that's been exposed by fact checkers as an absolute lie. I don't know if you are absolutely, uh, you know, just a pathological liar and you know it's a lie, but you don't care. You've got it. You feel compelled to tell it anyway. I don't know if you have a psychosis, Joe, or if you really believe this lie is true. I'm, not, I'm just not sure which at this point. But either way, we're not going to let you use our platforms to tell this lie. We're not going to if he's publicly speaking, somebody needs to stand up and say, wait a minute, Joe. You've either got to get down from the pulpit, my friend, or you've got to quit telling these blatant, proved false or proven false lies. Okay, Joe, come on now. But see, nobody calls Joe to account. They would if it was Donald. They would riot. They would threaten he should go to prison. They would, But when it's Joe, nobody seems to move a finger. It's a tragic reality. But anyway, it's a national security crisis. Uh, you can't have a pathological liar negotiate for you in the on the world stage with other nations. You also can't have somebody who doesn't understand if it's a lie or not negotiating on your behalf. This is a national security crisis. This is no joke. We're not making fun of Joe. This is not a Republican-Democrat play. This is, hey, you know what? It's a national security issue in either case, either pathological liar because he can't help himself or he doesn't even know the truth. I don't know which. Don't care. Either way, it's not safe for America to have this guy in private, secret, international, global conversations representing the greatest country on the face of the earth. Folks, we can't have that, especially when war may be imminent with some of our, I don't know what you want to call it, dissidents. I don't want to call them enemies, but people who have fundamental, ideological viewpoint differences from us we believe in liberty they believe in communism and socialism the systems are absolutely incompatible and that's why you must negotiate with a very soft voice 
but a very powerful position. You need to learn to win friends and influence people. And, and you got to do so by being patient and kind and negotiate. You can't have somebody who just continually lies intentionally or isn't even aware of the lie, believing it's the truth. Be that person, folks. All right. Carrie Lake reveals illegally counted ballots. They file back or they fire back a felony charge for her. Now, some want you to believe Democrats are doing that. I think Republicans are as in bed with the deep state election fraud problem as the Democrats are. I don't see Republicans standing boldly with Carrie Lake. I see the new breed of Republican, the Donald Trump-esque, Carrie Lake-esque kind of Republicans uh, trying to stand together a little bit, but they're far and few between. The mainstream Republicans have jettisoned this altogether. The mainstream Republicans don't want Donald Trump to be president. Uh, They may go for DeSantis, time will tell. Uh, But look, there's a massive rift in the Republican Party over this very issue, election integrity. I stand on wanting the truth. I stand on accountability and transparency. And I stand on prosecuting to the fullest extent of the law any illegal activities relating to the elections. However, we can't seem to get to the bottom of most of them. We're working on it, and we're slowly starting to open it up. But time uh, is ticking, and you know what? The wheels of justice grind ever so slowly. Our prayers are with Carrie Lake. I can say that. Big tech goes full, big brother, to bury the explosive video exposing Pfizer. They say it's important that we remove violative re-uploads of this content as it spreads harmful disinformation. That's Peter LaBarbera. Uh, at WND.com with that piece. Um, You know what? They're out of control. Project Veritas did indeed expose the Pfizer executive, Jordan Tristan Walker, who revealed a secretly taped conversation that his corporation was exploring intentionally creating mutations of the covid Virus. Did you hear me? Intentionally creating mutations of the COVID virus to preemptively develop new vaccines. This will be a cash cow, he laughs. Well, he got caught. Walker thought he was on a homosexual date with the man that turned out to be a Veritas undercover agent. He later uh, attacked the founder of Veritas. Uh, I guess in an eatery, James O'Keefe was attacked, folks, by this clown. Now, the problem is now the government is in bed with big tech to try to censor this, so you can't know. I hope there's enough of us in the new media taking center stage to prevent their gatekeeping dishonest manipulations. That's the facts from Pfizer, caught on tape by one of the execs, talking to who he thinks is someone who he's going to seduce in a gay love affair or a gay tryst i don't know what you want to call their their relationship situation but nevertheless certainly trying to impress the other gentleman he goes off and gets caught with loose lips that sink ships right that's what we're talking about well anyway now the battle's on however i've got information that i'll tell you soon that makes this even worse should i just go down and tell it to you now instead of making you wait I know in radio they say you're supposed to make them wait, right? Well, 
I'll give you the story right now then, shall I? Here's the deal. Listen carefully. Merck COVID drug now linked to new virus mutations. Study says, John Lowerman with the article. Listen, Merck and company has a COVID-19 pill, right? But it's now giving rise to new mutations of the COVID-19 virus in some patients, according to a new study that underscores the risk of trying to intentionally alter the pathogen's genetic code. Where do I get this? Bloomberg, people. Now, why do I bring this up? Because, look, we hear that this guy at Pfizer, they want to be able to do that. Now we hear it's already being done between this or from this pill. Think about that, people. Think about what I'm saying to you. The Merck exec, I'm sorry, the Pfizer exec gets caught saying, yeah, we want to mutate viruses intentionally so that we can create vaccines. It'll be incredible. It'll be a cash cow. And then the mainstream press says, oh, that's false information. The big tech says, that's bogus. That isn't right. We've got to shut down everybody who's spreading this uh, video. Okay, fine. Ignore that video for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. But it's been double-sourced now. Are you listening? Merck COVID drug now linked to new virus mutations, study says. John Lowerman with the piece. Seconded by who? Reuters News, or I'm sorry, Bloomberg News Service. Merck & Co. Company COVID-19 pill is giving rise to new mutations of the COVID virus in some patients. That's according to a new study that underscores the risk, you heard me, the risk of intentionally altering the pathogen's genetic code. They're already doing what the executives said they were thinking about doing. They're not thinking about it. They're doing it. We have the proof. So if Merck and Co. is doing it, is Pfizer just left out in the cold and just pondering it, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think so. Okay, that's where these clown companies have gone. This isn't fake. This is real. Now the new mutations, well, whether the origins of the coronavirus were in a lab, whether it was intentionally released or not, all those debates can be set to rest because now not only have they done the gain-of-function research, but now we have mutation gain-of-function research. Do we not? I think we do. What is that gain-of-function? What do you call it? Mutation research? Gain-of-function mutation research ongoing? Is that what we're talking about? Answer? Yes, indeed. Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it first on Liberty Roundtable Live, baby. We're hard-hitting, folks. We tell the truth. The truth shall set us free. Back in seconds with Kelly Finnegan. On your radio with Russ Twining Gift. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Man, we got a lot to cover. Mary Toko is going to be with me next hour, and we're going to break down this vaccine scandal once and for all, baby. I'm telling you right now, it is insanity. Yeah, you heard the exec uh, Pfizer go crazy and say we're going to mutate intentionally. It'll be a cash cow for us. Now we find out it's already being done. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Merck and company, <clears throat> they have their COVID pill. It's already giving rise to new mutations of the virus that's a risk of trying to manipulate this thing kelly finnegan welcome uh, what do you think of that they joked about this guy talked about saying hey we're going to mutate the viruses now we find out merkin company through their pill they're already doing it sir so now whether we have gain of function research or not you have gain of function mutation research proven kelly my my brother-in-law is a computer programmer and he says that his belief is that all of these uh, antivirus companies for your computer actually in, in Eastern Europe have people creating viruses so that they have a product that you need. So that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, one virus to another virus. Sure, you want to create a market for a new product. Why not? Only because it's immoral and criminal. But other than that, uh, I get you. Oh, but the money. You forgot about the money. Oh, yeah, that cash is king discussion, I understand. All right, there you have that, though. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go straight to our Honest Money Report with our dear friend Kelly Finnegan, com. Where's gold sitting, Kelly? Are you there, Kelly? 
Sorry, yeah, oh, I muted you. Just a second. I was just looking. Yeah, so let's see. So gold at nineteen twenty thirty. Nineteen twenty thirty cents. Got it. Yep, it was up up over nineteen fifty yesterday, so it's come down a little bit. Um, silver's at twenty three eighty eight. Wow, it hasn't changed hardly any. It was two cents different last week, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's, it's been up and down, but just hanging in that range. Um, twenty three eighty eight. Okay. Twenty four. Okay. Uh, palladium seventeen thirty one. So still. About two hundred dollars less than gold. Wow! And then rhodium at twelve seven. So it's down wow. a little bit, but yeah, I remember when it was over twenty thousand. Yeah, it was way sky high there for a while, but it's it's kind of come down and got back into sync. I don't know if the plunge protection team's involved in that or what, but it seems strange that all these metals seem to stay in line pretty good, don't they? Yeah, they, they they hold in there. So no matter what they try to do, they keep doing their job. All right, speaking of that, the Fed hikes interest rates eighth time in a row. The benchmark interest rate goes up another quarter percentage point. Fed raises rate again, but the question is, are markets listening? Recent stock gains have been driven by hope, they say, that the rate-raising cycle may be over. But the Fed keeps telling investors that's not the case. Okay, so the market seems to believe that, hey, we're about done raising rates. Uh, So it's rushing back to some degree or holding strong, whatever term you want to use. But the Fed says, no, we're not done um, raising interest rates at all. Who's going to win this showdown, Kelly? Kelly? Well, I, the, the metals are, I mean, uh, and, and they're, they're going to have to keep raising. I mean, when, when Jay Powell raised a quarter of a point, and that should have really hurt things, gold bounced up. It's like everybody saw his poker tell, you know, that he was lying. And uh, the, the Bank of England raised a half a point. So that's telling you in Europe that it's worse than even here. So. They, they, they know that they're behind the cue ball on this one and, and don't know what to do. They, they, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. But if they don't, they're going to be worse off than if they do. You're right about every bit of that, but the question becomes, are they just going to choke the economy to a complete halt? What's going to have to happen? You've got kind of a, um, I don't know what you want to call it, a game of chicken going on here. And let me use the housing market because it's one of the most expensive investments you'll ever have in your life is your roof over your head, your home in modern times. You know, you've got the interest rates going up to 7%. I don't know if you know, but the national average interest rate since like 1971 kind of range uh, has been uh, 7.75% for the average 30-year mortgage rate. Right now it's at about 7, maybe 7 and a quarter range. So it's a little lower than the average, but still – uh, it's going up rapidly, and every move of, of the Fed will change that reality closer and closer to the average, uh, probably uh, in, not, in the not-too-distant future, going above the national uh, average of 7.75. But look, historically, houses have been way low compared to this. I mean, in the 1970s, you could buy a house for 20 grand, a good house, too, a decent one. 30, 40 grand would buy you a really nice house, 50 grand, 60, you know, a great house. 
Now you can't even get a decent house for under three hundred grand hardly. Now you say, well, Sam, you can't in my area. I know if it's an older home, needs some fixing up, needs some updating, or if it's in certain areas of the country, say Mississippi or those kind of places uh, where there are poverty rates through the roof, there's places you can get homes cheaper. But the national average cost of a home, 300 grand, so three, four, 500 grand in most places to get a decent home, more in certain areas. But what, here's the chicken game that I'm talking about. Back, back to this. I just wanted to kind of set the stage here a little bit. The chicken is house prices versus interest rates. As you ratchet up interest rates to that point, you change the game on the average payment for a home. When interest rates are 2% versus 7 8%, that's a huge difference in a house payment. The house payment almost doubles, uh, ladies and gentlemen. People just simply cannot afford that happening. So either the interest rates are going to have to come off a bit to keep prices high on homes, or eventually the price of homes is going to tumble because nobody can afford them. It's that simple. Nobody can afford to buy a home, okay? Uh, I think it's a game of chicken, and I think if they keep the interest rates up, which I think they have to do, house prices are going to start to tumble. I don't see any other choice. The markets can't move. People can't buy and sell homes at these rates. They just cannot afford it. Kelly? No, they can't. And, and that kind of shows you, you know, if they raise the interest rate, people are starting to lower the price. So that the amount a person pays per month is the same. Uh, and that's the only way they can get people into houses. And I don't look at it that houses have gone up in price. It's that the dollars have lost that much value. You know, um, minimum wage in, in 1964 was a buck and a quarter. You know, and each of those quarters is worth about four and a half to five dollars from 1964. So minimum wage back then was between 22 and 25 dollars an hour, and now they're pushing for 15. That just shows you that they they played around with the money. It's, and then they blame it on the you know the poor business owner. He's trying to take advantage of people. Yeah, so they created the mess, and now they don't know how to clean it up. So they've got to find another game. A lot of people are believing that this is going to be the end of the dollar as we know it. <clears throat> the end of America. Some are even predicting. You think it's going to be that bad? Yeah, I mean, we've already, we're on, I don't know what number of dollar we're on. I mean, Nixon took us off the gold standard of 71. So since then, we've been on, on the petrodollar. And before that, we were on the Bretton Woods, where it was you know, backed by 40% gold. And then before that, it was the gold standard where it was one-to-one. So they're continually lowering the amount of gold that backs the dollar until Nixon said, there's nothing back in the dollar except oil. And now the Saudis just said, you know what, we'll take any currency for for our oil. No more petrodollars. So, you know, all these dollars are going to come flooding back home. And you think we have inflation now? Wait till you see what happens when everybody just, Start getting rid of their dollars. I don't. I don't know where this goes, but here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to use the environment to save us as well. Next headline says this: Save money while fighting climate change. You can save money while fighting climate change, Kelly. Many American consumers, they say, are now eligible to save thousands of dollars when you buy an electric car a heat pump, solar panels, or energy-efficient appliances. That's right. 
They say that the Inflationary Reduction Act will let you save money. They can get it done. The problem is when an electric car is more expensive, unreliable, subsidized till the hilt, I don't know that you're saving any money. That's kind of like Sam. I'm going to give you a $50,000 car for forty grand, and you spend $40,000 you just saved. Ten grand. Wait a minute. I didn't save anything. Kelly Finnegan, Sam Bushman, <laughs> RussQuentingGift.com in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Hear ye, hear ye. I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Today is Groundhog Day. Only a groundhog named Puxatani Phil knows for sure. The announcement came this morning from Gobbler's Knob. Phil has an overall accuracy rate of 39% over 135 years. The Affordable Care Act health insurance, known as Obamacare, just hit a record 16.3 million people that have signed up for the insurance. That's a million more people than signed up last year. Mining giant Rio Tinto has apologized for losing a tiny radioactive capsule that went missing as it was being transported across Western Australia. An emergency hunt for the device, which is about the size of a pea, has resulted in a positive outcome and has been found. The radioactive capsule was part of a gauge used to measure the density of iron ore at a mine in the state's remote Kimberley region. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is hitting back at those accusing him of misdeeds involving a discarded laptop. Attorneys for Hunter Biden have reportedly called for both federal and state investigations into those who have made accusations about him, including Rudy Giuliani, Steve Bannon, and other, quote, allies of former President Donald Trump. The attorneys sent the request into the U.S. Justice Department, the IRS, and the Delaware Attorney General. Hunter Biden's attorneys claim information from his laptop was stolen and trafficked. I'm Ryan Daniels. The ukulele is a four-stringed instrument that has its origins in Portugal but was adapted by Hawaiians in the 19th century. Today is National Ukulele Day. USA News. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying during times when they really can't speak. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Mm-hmm. Yep, New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Healthy gum, healthy mouth. Exactly. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229.
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Finnegan with me, RestQuentingGift.com. They want you to believe you can fight climate change and save money buying an electric vehicle. And they believe that the savings will be kicking in this year as part of the, quote, Inflation Reduction Act, which is a flat-out big satanic lie straight from the pit of hell. Major legislation, they say, that aims to cut the planet-warming greenhouse gas emissions. They say the law tackles two major sources of those emissions. One is transportation. The other one is housing. In part by helping Americans electrify their cars and homes and by making the most efficient choices more affordable, listen, through tax credits and rebates. What that really means, folks, is they're going to subsidize your move into this, quote, greenhouse prevention realm. Uh, But it's all a big lie. All right? It isn't true. It will not work. It's completely bogus. Uh, The electric vehicles do not work. The whole plan is a sham. Uh, And you need to know that reality check right now. But all swamp monsters on the Republican and Democratic side are all involved in peddling this, uh, I would say, financial porn lie. Kelly? Well, it's funny how they used to be all concerned about the environment, and now they're sacrificing the environment for the climate. Uh, it's like it went from global warming to global, global climate change. So let's just keep changing the narrative until we you know, get more people and they catch on and stuff. Yeah, it's like making somebody to buy something that they really don't need and then telling them that you're doing it for their good and they're going to give them a discount. Yeah, that might work on a, on a four-year-old, but most adults, well, I'd say a lot of adults would read right through that. There's a lot of people that believe whatever the government tells them. Yeah, let me give you some examples to make the point, and we'll talk about them. <laughs> they say GM reports strong profits. So while everybody else is melting down because of the inflation reality, GM reports strong profits as it challenges Tesla. All right, that sounds interesting. GM and Tesla now in the market game for electric vehicles. They're acting like there's an incredible demand for it, but nobody that I know wants one. But listen to this story to kind of make the point. Last week, there was a self-driving car that stopped in the middle of a busy intersection during the morning rush hour it was in san francisco ladies and gentlemen it jammed traffic for nearly two miles the car which was operated by waymo did not leave the intersection until company technicians arrived about 10 minutes later and had to manually drive it away folks all right these people have services in san francisco and phoenix waymo the self-driving car owned by google and google's quote parent company alphabet is one of two companies operating what are called these so-called robo taxis without drivers behind the wheel the other is called cruise a subsidiary of gm these are the guys that are making just tons of you know, profit. They offer services in San Francisco. The services, they say, are a culmination of more than 10 years of research and testing by the two companies and billions of dollars in investment. 
Now they're asking to expand their programs. But, folks, this isn't even close to primetime, Kelly. Not even close. No, you, you know, the winners should be decided by whoever wins the race, not by how many strings and, and ropes you attach to the other guy and make it so he can't win. But, you know, the government, well, General Motors is owned, their biggest shareholder is the U.S. government. They, it's not GM of old. It's more like government motors now. So, yeah, them, and they've got, you know, they're in there with Google and Facebook and Meta, whatever you want to call it. They, they've got their allies. And it's going to be, you know, Joe won't even talk about Tesla, you know, because, well, GM, you know, they're in the union. We're, we're with them. They're on, we're on their side. So, yeah, he really won't talk about the, the winner, really, of this. And if you don't, if you think uh, electric cars are the way of the future, try to take a long trip in one and see what you do. I talked to some people, and they said, we spent more time charging than we did sleeping, trying to drive from California to, I think it was Kansas. So, yeah, try it. Well, and then when it gets cold outside, for me, I woke up and it was 11 degrees this morning. I don't know about for you, uh, Kelly, but I look at that and I say, you know what, these batteries, when it's freezing cold like that, it's a meltdown. They lose all their their juice, all their mojo, pretty much in the cold drains 10 times faster. They're not even viable in the cold, really. No, and then they have to warm the car up, you know? So you're using a lot of that energy for that. And in the summer, you're using it. They don't like to be hot. Batteries really don't like to be hot. That's when you get fires, and then you got to cool them down. And, yeah, it, it's just not – the technology might be there in 50, 100 years, but it's not there yet. Well, and that's the problem is they're trying to force that upon us with subsidies. Well, while that's going on, the dishonesty in these realities, what are you going to do with all the old vehicles, folks? Instead of nursing them as long as they can last, you want to just, what, junk pile all of them so you can move to the new technology? How's that on your environment? Kelly brought that up, but I'm going to, I'm going to mention that. Not only are the batteries gnarly on the environment to produce and discard and everything else, but what about all the old vehicles that were, you know, let's just jettison your old cars and get new ones now. Or what about your old appliances? Or what about all these things? They make you believe that these subsidies are the way to go. It's their way to try to propel the economy and deny reality. Well, while that's going on, all the hucksters in Washington, Biden and McCarthy were in talks yesterday on, quote, raising the debt limit. The meeting did not yield a breakthrough, of course. But Biden insisted that Congress would have to pass a, quote, debt limit increase with no strings attached to avoid a, quote, financial cataclysm. Now, I don't really think that uh, Joe should be using words like that when it comes to our economy. A cataclysm doesn't sound very pretty. Nevertheless, Kevin humbly said, well, we're talking about it. We're working on it. I have a ray of hope. We're going to keep working on this. We don't have an answer yet. But so he was very polite when he walked away from the meeting that took over an hour. But at the end of the day, Kelly, what Kevin needs to have the guts, the short, the cojones to say to Joe, 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 listen to me, my friend. You are in the wrong branch of government to decide budget realities. All bills that require spending must originate in the House. All right? And we decide what money is spent. Not you, my friend. 
you get a budget from us and have to live within the restraints we give you. So don't you dare start the conversation, Joe, by suggesting that we're going to be in a cataclysmic scenario as your lead statement, sir. Is that what you're gunning for? Because we decide the budget, not you. We hold the purse strings, not you. So why don't you eat some humble pie, my friend, and obey the supreme law of the land and come back to me when you're ready to talk real turkey. Until then, the meeting is dismissed. And if that happened on national television, we could change the game, Kelly. But the way Kevin's going about it, he's already set to lose. Well, right there it shows you, you know, you got to use fear to get get something done, and, and the Democrats are really good at that. Kevin McCarthy knows that if he if he even buckles a little bit, he's gone. That was the agreement to make him Speaker of the House. So he's got to be tough. You know, he's got 10 congressmen that said, hey, one guy can vote and you're gone. So uh, I think he knows he can't, can't be like uh, – Paul O'Reilly and, and you know, uh, uh, Boehner and things like that. You know, Nancy was like, yeah, whatever you need, Joe. Let's, let's do even more and make it even bigger. Nobody has to read it. But uh, so Kevin McCarthy, he, he knows he's got to, to stand tough and and he's got to let, him, let everybody know that the blame is not just on the, the House. It's going to be on the president, too. Yeah, I think you got to go about it completely different than he's going about it, but that's just my opinion. Joe's setting the stage. He's not going to give on that, and if the media lets him carry that ball, that'll be the narrative. Joe's willing to be a peacemaker, but not if you cross this line. Uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy already said we're not going to touch Social Security and Medicare uh, in any way, so that's already off the table. That was Donald Trump's proposal as well. Shame on them all. Uh, look, Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare, that's nothing but a flat-out Ponzi scheme. And it, be, it should be shut down. If it was in any other industry besides, quote, government, it would be already shut down as a criminal Ponzi scheme uh, already. All right, I, we talked about this story yesterday, Kelly, but I want to get your take as it relates to the economy and food and everything else. Here's the teaser. You can respond after the break. U.S. corn farmers are sounding the alarm. Most catastrophic problem ever faced. Yeah, the Western Journal with this piece. I'll explain and then have you respond in seconds. RussQuinnandGift.com. Kelly Finnegan on your radio. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse... Many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, Kelly Finnegan with me, restcuttinggift.com on your radio. So look, they're saying that, hey, they got a big problem in the corn world for farmers. They're about to melt down. Here's the problem. Mexico's about to change the laws. Mexico doesn't want genetically modified corn, sir. They don't want it. They're not interested, and they're about to pass a law saying they will not import any corn from the United States that is not genetic or that is. The problem is Mexico is our biggest corn export receiver if you will they import more corn than any other country from the united states and the farmers say the reason it's such a meltdown is because they don't even have the ability and the equipment to farm non-genetically modified corn now and therefore they don't know what to do well my first response was you idiot childs should have never adopted farming genetically modified whacked out man-manipulated corn in the first place. Go back to the God product, ladies and gentlemen. Go back to the original. Uh, that's what I say, Kelly, but now they're in a serious bind. Well, uh, one way to fix that is to say, fine, we're not going to sell you any corn. Let the people get hungry and then say, okay, it's okay, we'll take the stuff. Maybe. I, I mean, I see what you're saying, and I don't disagree, except for, man, I don't know if they can get corn from different places, if they can grow their own corn or what they can do about it. Uh, but it's a problem for us. I don't know why we're doing genetically modified corn in the first place. It literally wreaks well, havoc on people's immune systems, uh, their gut health, and everything else. It's a disaster in every way under the sun. Everything you eat is genetically modified. You know, people are even genetically modified now. They're, they're, you know, and, and I don't know that there's really a difference other than you can plant, uh, you can plant a corn kernel and you can't grow a stalk of corn. Uh, you know, they've made sure that that works that way. So AMD and uh, Archer Midland, and they, they, they've made it so that you have to buy their seed every year. You can't just replant. But the way they've cut down on farmers in Europe and the rest of the world I don't know who else they'd be able to get it from. China can't export. They're, they're starving over there. They're having a problem getting anything from anywhere. So it might be they can just say, fine, we'll just send it to China. But, yeah, the whole genetically modified thing, it's just for yields and making bigger profits and for farmers and for the, the chemical companies. So it, it's like they both went down this road and now – 
you know, they went through the looking glass and now they're stuck in Wonderland and don't know how to get back. Well, my whole issue with it is that it doesn't, uh, in any way that I can see, benefit us to have this kind of corn. Look, it's disaster on your health. People are getting diabetes and all kinds of problems uh, because they're eating it. This is not a joke, folks. I know they don't want you to believe that this is true, but it is, and it's a serious problem. Uh, Kelly, now I know that what they want you to do is take the corn, and they want you to put that in your vehicle because it's supposedly better, too. But if we have electric cars and you don't put your corn in your vehicle, you know, the genetically modified corn is disaster for us. Yeah, and that's really what the corn was grown for, was to make it into ethanol. We're taking food and turning it into chemicals, and then we're taking chemicals and turning it into food rather than turning food into food. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it's like people put wheat away in their uh, food storage. It's like, go boil some wheat up and eat it. Let me see how that, that does for you. Let me see how sick you're going to get. You know, you're, you're not supposed to eat it that way. So it's, uh, it, it is tough, but they put themselves in this, themselves in this position and there's going to have there'll, there'll be some negotiations with this. You know, it might be 90% genetically modified and 10% not or whatever. Like they've done here with organic produce and non-organic produce, um, which is funny. The chemist, even a plastic bag to me is organic. You know, anything with carbon. So it'll 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 be interesting to see how this works out. But money talks. And you say that it's organic because it comes from the earth. Therefore, what comes from the earth can return to the earth, right? Well, organic means that you didn't use any pesticides, any chemical pesticides on it. And it has to be like the land has to lay fallow for a year without you treating it with any weed killer or anything. And then you only you can't fertilize it. You have to let it grow naturally. You could use animal manure, but you can't use chemical you know, no ammonium nitrate or anything like that. And then it, they, then it can be considered organic. And that definition might be a scientific definition, but that's certainly different than the labels you see in the grocery stores, right? Oh, no, yeah. I mean, they, there's, there's little, you know, redefined print things about it, what, what's considered organic. And, and like you say, in chemistry, anything that's got carbon in it is organic. So a plastic bottle is organic. Uh, I'm waiting to see. At one time, Domino Sugar had, uh, it was uh, or, uh, carbon-free sugar. Well, you have to have carbon to make sugar, but they were trying to say that they have no footprint with carbon, but it's like, no, no, no. They're trying to they're trying to push all the buttons and say all the right things, but it uh, doesn't work to people who know. I don't understand you're going to have this free thing. Doesn't Isn't this a law of science? Every time you do something... You cannot escape the cause and effect reality. In other words, you can transfer something to something else, but you can't escape. Um, that's why you can't have, for example, perpetual motion. Okay, because you can't rob Peter to pay Paul. You can't get more energy out of something than you put into something. Um, it's just a transfer of energy, kind of an idea. Isn't that kind of the principle right, we're every, talking about they're trying to escape? Yeah, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And so you, you can... You can push something one way, but it doesn't go back the other way differently than what you can right. push it. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joke. 
Well, there you have it. All right, I want to get this uh, story to you because it relates to taxes and finance and taxes is coming up and all that kind of stuff. They say everybody's going to get less of a tax refund, so people are going to be melting down on that front as well. However, now they say that black taxpayers are at least three times, three to five times more likely to be audited by the IRS than other taxpayers. And they say it doesn't matter the kind of returns you want to file. None of that matters. Findings document that it's the computer algorithms that are causing this. Yeah. Stanford University, the University of Michigan, a bunch of other colleges all involved in this study. And they say it's a serious problem. Kelly. Yeah, just whoever programmed the algorithm, you know, and look where, look where it's coming from. I mean, you can't even use the word American at Stanford now because that's racist. Well, I think what you need to do is just abolish the racist IRS then. Just shut that yeah, sucker fine. down, Kelly. Why do we want well, a racist organization created. around that doesn't have any constitutionality anyway? Kevin, get her done, buddy. Created. Now's your time to talk to, the, to Joe and say we're shutting down the IRS, sir. Well, the IRS was created the same time the Federal Reserve was. So let's, let's kill two birds with one stone. Shut that, shut that down, too. Hey, man. But I look at this and I just go, what on earth is going on with all that? You know, it's just, it's just a shame. All right. Um, let's see. The dishonest spin over the debt ceiling I want to talk about from both sides of the aisle. So Kevin and those guys are battling about this. But look, they want you to believe that they can somehow rise the debt ceiling It'll be okay. Uh, all we got to do is make some spending cuts to match it, and we're good to go. And I submit to you that that is a complete lie. There is no congressional authority. They're the legislative body. They're, there's no authority for them to raise any kind of debt ceiling. If you study the Constitution, they're chained down to constitutional currency, honest money. And so until you deal with the honest money discussion, it doesn't matter what you you know, pretend you're going to cut uh, as long as you raise the debt ceiling, they're selling us down the river. Nobody wants to come clean on that, but the very few. Rand Paul might, Ron Paul will, me and you will, right? But nobody's really willing to stand up about this reality. Raising the debt ceiling is a fool's game, no matter what concessions you gain along the way. And both sides of the aisle, the shadow government on both sides is criminal and derelict in their duty to not highlight what I'm pointing out, Kelly. Well, yeah, and it's because they got to keep making promises to people and give them stuff. And it's all about getting reelected and, you know, making things great for your side. And, and nobody, you know, they can't, nobody's going to make any cuts, let alone hold things where they're at. So that'll never happen. And uh, it's just, you know, the debt just keeps rolling and keep moving it on, moving it on until there's going to be a point where they can't do it anymore without real big repercussions and i think i don't think they could never balance the budget you know you never hear them talking about a balanced budget amendment or anything they know that that's a full air in there so yeah we're we're pretty much uh you can't keep raising it but at least hold it still do you think we will ever have accountability on this by choice we will eventually, no doubt, have accountability of this by force, meaning at some point 
the uh, you know candy coming out of the candy machine will stop. Do you think we'll do it by choice at some point with intelligence and wise planning, or do you think it'll just force us at some point? It'll be by force. Nobody's willing to give up anything. All it's going to take is one guy to say, no, 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 I, I want my stuff. I, I paid into it. I, I want mine. Just one. So it, it'll be by force. It's going to be a sad day when that happens, ladies and gentlemen, because when it's by force, it will not dismantle. We will not be able to slowly land the plane, keeping as many promises as possible along the way. If we're forced to a crash landing, it will not be uh, pleasant. If we think about it ahead of time, we can literally probably softly land the plane, keeping as, as many promises as we possibly can to the most amount of people and, and extract ourselves from this slowly but surely over, say, a 10, 15, 20, 25-year period of time. If we don't do it, though, the forced plan will be a plane-slash-train wreck, Kelly. It will not be pretty. No, it won't be. And there'll be some people that, you know, are preparing for it better than others, and they'll do okay. And, and those are the type of people that are willing to defend what they have uh, rather than just give it up. So there's going to be some people that's going to really hit hard uh, others it'll hit not quite as bad but it'll still be noticeable well i wish we were wrong but when i see spin dishonest spin from both sides of the aisle on this debt ceiling discussion i don't think we have a prayer kelly uh to make things better i really don't no, not with the us. dishonesty no it's us versus them so watch it, you know, watch CYA, you know, take care of yourself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of beans, bullets, and Band-Aids is the idea. Got to have some constitutional currency in the mix so that you can barter with confidence, ladies and gentlemen. You'll need it. Trust you me. You'll need it also as a hedge against the failing, continually failing dollar. In 1964, minimum wage was $1.25. Now it's 725 nationally, but that won't even pay the bills. You've been robbed. In most places, it's more like 10 to 20 to whatever dollars now, and they're begging for it to go up everywhere because people cannot survive. That's proof the dollar has failed. The only way is to return to the Constitution and embrace honest money. Kelly Finnegan, RushQuinnandGift.com. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Both for you. All right, there he goes, doing a phenomenal job. God save the republic. Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is indeed our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. 
We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Last hour, Kelly Finnegan, phenomenal job for com. Check it all out. We had a great conversation about the economy, about the bureaucrats and professional do-gooders up there in the Washington District of Criminals, how they're all literally part of the shadow government. There's a few exceptions. But for the most part, they all play games. They will not tell you the truth. They are absolutely failing uh, in their duty. Okay, Remember, the House controls the purse strings. Not Donald. You got it? Let's be very clear. You got that? Good. Thank you. All right. Without further ado, our guest this hour, Mary Toko, is an expert in the arena of vaccines. Uh, She's an international speaker, author, and a whole lot more. MaryToko.com is her website. Welcome to the broadcast, ma'am. Great to be back with you again, Sam. Nice to hear your voice. Thank you. I know you're considered an expert on the vaccines, so I want to start out with this. The U.S. House of Representatives is now debating, and they want House Joint Resolution 7, which would terminate the COVID vaccine state of emergency that has been declared by Donald Trump. Um, I guess it was March 13, 2020, that he declared that national emergency. Uh, But now Biden says he'll end COVID-19 emergencies on May 11th. What do you say, Mary? Well, as you know, it's all just a big, big bunch of smoke screens anyway. I mean, the Supreme Court in the U.S. has already ruled that the COVID pathogen is not a vaccine. It's unsafe. It must be avoided at all costs. Um, I think I think what's happening, Sam, is people are waking up. People are exposing what's really going on behind the scenes. They are losing this fight. I really believe the deep state is failing miserably because people are waking up. Scientists are standing up against this whole scam. Doctors are throwing down their stethoscopes uh, around the world. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, French doctors, hundreds of them are, are literally protesting and throwing their stethoscopes into a big pile because they realize that what they have been taking part in is actually against the Nuremberg Code. Um, so there is a huge awakening taking place. We are making progress, and this gives me great hope. Um, but, you know, your audience is knowledgeable. Your audience is educated. And, and, and really what it comes down to, each and every one of us are exposed to our own people and our own communities. And, Sam, we got to take this to our communities. we got to start waking them up and start educating them on, in any way that we possibly can. So I believe that uh, I think the whole the whole deck of cards is falling, falling apart. You're right about that reality check. And I think that we, the people, the new media taking center stage is uh, the uh, reality check and why this is happening. They used to have a gatekeeping control over the media. Now they don't. We don't have as much control as we need yet because we need you to fund us so that we can grow. But I'm telling you, the new media is taking center stage and their narrative uh, it used to not even be challenged. Now it's challenged at every debate point. All right? So here's the deal. They had this new video from Pfizer come out. This guy got on camera uh, and basically uh, said, hey, you know what? We mutate these viruses. It's a cash cow, and we're doing it. 
Now, some people are saying, well, he was just talking about doing it. He didn't say that he was going to do it. Now the mainstream press in bed with big tech trying to shut down uh, the biggest video for James O'Keefe ever. The reason I bring that up, though, is I have even more proof that that is factual, not conjecture. Okay? Here's the deal. I agree. Merck COVID drug linked to new virus mutations, study says. John Lowerman with the piece, it's doubled down by Bloomberg, and it says Merck Company has a COVID-19 pill that has now given rise to new mutations of the COVID-19 virus in some patients. That's according to a study that underscores the risks of trying to intentionally alter the pathogen's genetic code. We have the proof now. Mary? Well, big pharma's always, big pharma's always, always been working on this stuff behind the scenes for many, many, many years. And those that know me, know me, Sam, is the woman who is all about natural health. Um, you know, I authored a book called The Natural Immune System, you know, a deeper understanding. And my goal is to help support the young parents who are raising their children and don't have a clue as to what's really going on. They still think that vaccinations are safe. They still think... Um, oh my goodness! My computer's shutting down. No, Uh-oh. I can't believe this. Can you can you still see me and hear me? I can hear you. You're doing great. Yep. Okay, my computer just decided to almost shut down. Whew. Just ignore it. You're on in. you're on radio, so you're good. Keep going. Good deal. Um, but you know, it's it's like they they don't know, Sam, that there's a better way to raise children. They don't realize that it's not just our food. Now, now let me stop you there, though. The average sure. American doesn't know yet because we got to continue to educate them. But these clowns at Big Pharma do know. And we have evidence that they are intentionally creating illness, con- intentionally modifying our genes. It, this is not where they don't realize and they're doing the best they can. We need to expose not only do we, the people, not realize, and we need to realize, but we also need to re- uh, articulate that this is not just they're doing their very best and it's not good. This is an intentional betrayal by Big Pharma in bed with government. Has been for years. Did you know that right now there are um, class action lawsuits being organized around the country for the drug acetaminophen, which is found in Tylenol? For 15 years, I've had on my on my website a report that the acetaminophen in Tylenol, given to babies and told everybody's told take Tylenol, right? That drug shuts down the liver and actually shuts down four metabolic pathways in the brain. And so that you cannot detoxify. So they know exactly what they're doing. It's all about, you know, the mighty dollar. And and that's why I've been encouraging people for decades, well, for the last 40-something years, to walk away from that allopathic medical model. We have to be responsible for our health care. We have to take charge of it and become our own physicians and our own doctors. Now, Sam, I'm not anti-medical. I am grateful for the wonderful emergency room doctors out there and the crisis care doctors, the cardiologists who, you know, um, give people a little bit more life when they have a heart attack, whatever it is. I'm all about crisis care. But when it comes to health care, the, the key is not drugging and drugging and drugging and drugging. Every single drug that Big Pharma makes has a whole list of direct effects on the body. And I don't call them side effects because if you're one of those people 
that responds inappropriately. It's a direct effect. So they're not side effects, they're direct effects. And so I believe that the, the sooner we walk away from the sickness model of healthcare, the better off we will be and the better off our children will be. And parents that are young do not understand this. They were raised going to pediatricians and, and for every sniffle, every cough, every sore throat, running to the doctor, getting a prescription drug, getting injections, taking antibiotics, they don't realize that God created us with an amazing immune system. But that immune system has to be in combat in order to grow and develop. And that's really my big message to the world. Now more than ever, they need to know that the immune system that God gave us is very capable of, of getting us through all of these challenges, providing we don't cripple it when our children are young with vaccinations and antibiotics and things like Tylenol and cough syrups with acetaminophen. And so, Sam, that's really my biggest message is that the way, you know, we're not going to stop Big Pharma, Sam. They're, they're not going to, it's up to us. It starts in our home, in our family, taking responsibility for what we put into our mouths and what we get at the pharmaceutical, at the, the local corner drugstore. Okay, I tell people all the time, Sam, that my children, five of them, were raised without a single prescription and not one visit to the pediatrician. And we were always focusing on how to promote their health naturally, how to feed them well, how to um, you know, help them to detox, understanding the role of the fever and how important it is to allow a rash to run its course and how important it is to allow them to have the normal childhood illnesses that build the immune system. So this is what I've been teaching and preaching for over 40 years now, Sam. And I think the world is really getting to that place where they're going to abandon the allopathic uh, drug model and they're, they're looking for solutions. And, and I'm so glad that you had me on your show here because if I can reach even 10 more people with my message, that's 10 more families that, that I can affect. Mary Toko, ladies and gentlemen, is on your radio. That's her website as well, marytoko.com. Uh, T-O-C-C-O is how you spell Toko, Mary Toko. Uh, and look, we've talked about the pilots and how they are taking the COVID vaccine and now their hearts aren't the same. And even the uh, CDC and others are now admitting, the military now admitting and others saying, hey, we've got a serious problem. So they've widened the EKG tests to where they're not as um, narrow and as, as, in other words, they've lowered the bar. When we come back, I want to tell you the next interesting story I just got from my friends at Patriot Update. Mary Toko with me. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. 
Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, MaryToko.com. Mary Toko with me, vaccine expert and more, natural health and healing expert. She's really educated and really helps people understand the immune system and its role in solutions. But I'll tell you what, this is very interesting, folks. Listen to me. Most people would not speak out before because they were too afraid. A few bold people like me and others were Mary, a few people, but not enough of us. Uh, and especially pilots weren't. They didn't want to ruin their careers. And they all took the COVID partly because they were forced, partly because many people were duped. Nevertheless, things are changing, ladies and gentlemen, because now the CDC and others are admitting uh, by their uh, expanding the EKG uh, allowable uh, results, so to speak, uh, because they know that they've ruined people's hearts with the vaccines and anybody who's taking the vaccines can't pass the normal EKG tests that they used to have, the rigorous uh, guidelines. So they've lowered the bar. Well, you know all that because we reported that on this radio program. However, here's the next interesting headline from my friends over at Patriot Update. Here's what it says. Pilot suffers heart attack six minutes after landing plane. Blames COVID vaccines. Mary. No surprise. It's happening everywhere, Sam. Um, and, and, you know, it's hard to even deny. I'm amazed at how many people still do not realize that all of these heart conditions that are showing up in their family and friends is related to the jab. But I think that medicine is waking up. Doctors, nurses are waking up. You know, we have more cardiologists speaking out than ever. Um, of course, we know also about um, the funeral directors who are embalming people. They're, they're discovering these awful clots that they've never seen before. Um, some of these are seasoned um, funeral directors who've been doing this for 40, 50 years. They've never seen anything like it. I just think that this whole thing is going to be a humongous failure. And we'll go down in history as the worst medical procedure ever perpetuated on human beings. It's American Airlines pilot Bob Snow 
making the claim, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. This guy's willing to come out publicly now because he's like, hey, the chances of me flying now are zero, and I might as well tell the truth. So we're talking about pilot uh, Bob Snow. Uh, I find it interesting that he's willing to go on record, too, and speak out boldly. We haven't seen this kind of speak up. Uh, But now that these pilots are losing their license to fly, now that they realize you can't just go along to get along, he lashed out Tuesday at the Federal Aviation Administration officials for, quote, imposing the vaccine mandate. During an appearance on Fox, Tucker Carlson He basically said, I had 200 passengers aboard, and uh, I had a heart attack. The FAA has never been in touch, Snow said. (laughs) I have never had anybody even investigate what's happened to me regarding the cardiac arrest that I suffered while I was still on the flight deck. Okay? He's calling them out, Mary. And, and I fly a lot, Sam, so this is kind of alarming to me. In fact, whenever I'm, I'm flying somewhere to, to do a lecture or speak or go see family, I pray, Lord God, please bless the, the pilots because I'm, I've been aware of this for a long time. Somewhere in my archives of research, I actually have statistics that there's been over a 60% increase of pilot death in one year, the year 2022, I believe that study came out. So... It's, 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 it's like you can't even trust those that are flying planes or driving the bus. What about bus drivers? What about, what about all the, the, our military? Um, I don't know if you want me to just mention, too, that um, the Navy overturned the mandate for uh, their, their people to have to get the vaccination. And there was a law that they had passed saying that everyone had to get it. And uh, a Navy officer basically went to, took it to court and said, no, 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 this isn't right. This violates my religious beliefs. And so they temporarily have um, put that whole uh, mandate or law uh, on hold. But then they go on to say that if you don't have the vaccine, that it will um, affect your what they call readiness. And so they might not be able to deploy you. And if you can't do your job, then you might have to reimburse the $75,000 retention bonus that you got. So it's like they're saying, okay, we're not going to force vaccinate you. You can use your religious exemption. But if we think you should have it to go somewhere and you can't go, then you're going to have to give back the $75,000 retention bonus. So um, the gentleman. In other words, you're forced to take it or resign. And even if you resign, how are you going to get the money to give back your bonus, uh, whatever? And so they've literally intentionally got people over a barrel. And this is kind of Bob's point, ladies and gentlemen this pilot Bob Snow. Here's some more details about what he has to say. Snow says that he believes the FAA was in violation of its own rules by pushing the COVID vaccines on pilots while the vaccines were under emergency use authorization. Okay? He says pilots cannot participate in drug trials by law. Now, these aren't vaccines. They tried to claim they were vaccines, but these are gene-manipulating drugs. They're not vaccines in the traditional sense. That's why they had to manipulate the definition to try to make this work. But Snow says that it was unconscionable that pilots were forced to be vaccinated, saying they were treated as giant guinea pigs. He 
continued by saying the FAA basically advocated their responsibility to look after our safety by forcing us to participate in this vaccination program. He's pretty bold, pretty speaking out, telling it like it is. This is on Fox, on Liberty Roundtable. We're getting the word out, Mary. Well, praise God that he lived. What if he didn't make it? Amen. And see, there's so many people that don't make it, and they don't have that chance to speak out against it. And we just need to pray for him that not only does he get through his health crisis, but that, well, a couple of things. We need to pray that God will continue to bring forth solutions to those that did take the jab. I know there are a lot of people that have jab regret. They feel awful because they didn't know better. I was with somebody just two days ago driving in a car, and he was actually driving the car, and he said, I took two jabs. I didn't know better. And uh, he has regret. And so we have to pray that the Lord continue to bring out solutions for those who took the jab, ways to stop this spike protein and stop uh, the damage. And then we have to pray that people like him are, are, are protected from the FAA, that they're able to continue to speak out, and that he gets a day in court, and all this continues to come out. Well, and I would then say, um, in regards to the other pilots, though, there needs to be a class action lawsuit in Nuremberg trials, okay? They lied in every way possible, and you know what? We have literally now caught them in every lie they've been telling. And the thing is, I believe we can prove they knew in advance. They knew Absolutely. when they were telling the lie that it was a lie. It's not like they were duped or that they didn't realize or that they, they knew while they were telling the lie that it was a lie, Mary. Well, it's all part of that deep state motive, you know. I believe, and, and Sam, you know, I have been awake for over 40 years with a lot of things. Not that I know everything. I'm learning all the time. But I knew about chemtrails 20 years ago. I home educated my children. You know, uh, well, my youngest is now almost 30. I was awake many, many, many years ago by the grace of God. I, um, I had a lot of this knowledge, so I was able to raise my children differently and live my life differently. But this awakening is something that I have been waiting for for decades. If you would have told me 40, 35 years ago when I started lecturing on, on the dangers of vaccines, if you would have told me that it would take all this time for this awakening, I would have probably quit years and years and years ago. But by the grace of God, I continued because I love children. I love the family. I know the evil that is out there. I know how vast it is and how they've been polluting the lives of people around the whole world. You know, America has been leading this with our CDC. Everybody looks at the CDC as though they are the authority. And so I've seen this for so many years. So inside of me, I'm excited, Sam, because there is a great awakening and people are starting to realize and there will be millions who are lost. But there have already been millions of babies who've been lost to vaccine death, vaccine injury. And so we just have to realize that for whatever reason, we have to look for the silver lining and we have to seek the Lord and, and ask for his guidance and his direction and, and pray for those that have lost loved ones to this terrible jab. But it's because they trust the people in the white coat. They have been trusting the narrative. And we can't do that any longer, Sam. 
Roger that. We're blowing it up, ladies and gentlemen. Mary Toko with me, marytoko.com. Mary just got an incredible article in her email. She's forwarded it to me. It is Blockbuster. We'll tell you about it in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. There are solutions. I got a question. Why are the price of eggs going through the roof? Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Authorities are searching for the person or persons who shot and killed a New Jersey councilwoman. Police say Eunice Jumfor was found in her car after being shot multiple times by her home last night in Sayreville. That's about 25 miles south of Newark. A motive is unclear. Governor Phil Murphy says he's stunned by the news and added she's already built a reputation as a committed member of the borough council. The 30-year-old started serving on the council last year. The United States is building up its military presence in the Philippines amid escalating tensions between China and Taiwan. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Thursday that President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. has agreed to allow American military troops to be stationed at several bases on the Philippine Islands to expand its presence in the region. The Federal Reserve bumped up short-term interest rates by a quarter percentage point and signaled it was ready to do so again in its meeting in March. The decision Wednesday to raise the Fed's benchmark federal funds rate followed six larger consecutive increases to combat inflation, which hit a 40-year high last year. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate. Power was restored at Los Angeles International Airport, or LAX, Wednesday afternoon after outages at terminals briefly disrupted operations. According to the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power, the outage lasted about 50 minutes when crews on the field were able to reroute power to LAX and restore service. The blackout briefly forced the TSA to stop screening passengers. Those screenings were set to resume after the power came back. The airport had previously advised people that flights could be impacted. I'm Victoria Idoni. This is USA News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20, because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Mary Toko, we're talking about COVID-19. 
Uh, you know what? We learn more and more and more about it every day. But every time we learn more about it, we find out that the criminals who have lied to us about this already knew what we're learning now. <laughs> it's sadly true. Why are the price of eggs going through the roof? We've always kind of wondered that. It's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you got all these fires now breaking out in chicken coops and dead chickens everywhere. Wow, no wonder egg prices are going up. What is it that relates to the eggs that's so critical or important right now, Mary? Well, lo and behold, there's a new article published by the International Immunopharmacology Paper. Um, and it's available on Science Direct. And believe it or not, I just got this this morning. This is brand new cutting edge information. And the title says Chicken Egg Yolk Antibodies, in parentheses, the IGYS, block the binding of multiple SARS CoV 2 spike protein variants to human ACE2. So we are now seeing from the international immunologists who are studying this, that very, the, the egg yolks are very good at blocking this. And, and you know, right now we know that there was a Connecticut, uh, um, in, in Bozarral, Connecticut, that there were 100,000 chickens that died in a recent fire. Why all of a sudden are our chicken farms catching fire? I've never heard of a chicken farm catching fire in all the years that I've been alive. Now, that's not to say they haven't, but... Why all of a they sudden? Hold on. They certainly haven't in mass. It's like we've heard of people dying in the past, too, but not dying on mass. Exactly. Right? So it's different, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Let's be clear. Very different. And we, we also know that over 500,000 farm animals have also died in fires in 2022 alone. What is going on, Sam? Um, no surprise that chicken eggs are going to be hard to find and that they're going to be skyrocketing in price. I know I shop here in South Carolina at a Publix, and I was there the other day, and I literally took a picture of our chicken egg area, and there were literally, uh, where you might have hundreds of cartons of eggs, there was about 15 egg cartons there. And the only ones left were the very, very expensive all-organic eggs. Um, so my point is, is, this is obvious that there's something going on behind the scenes. They know, Sam, they know, like you said, they know things that we don't know, and they're a few steps ahead of us. Um, so we got to help wake people up. Amen. We've got to, and this is no accident, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let this be a warning to you, though. We've been telling you to go to your local farmers and get meat, get eggs, get cheese, get milk for a long time on this radio program because eventually the corporations, um, well, they're your enemy. Sadly, they have become the enemy. And what they want to do, ladies and gentlemen, let's just be clear. What they want to do is, and they don't like you deciding you don't like these vaccines, Mary. They don't like Sam uh, preaching against the vaccines and being unwilling to take them. So oh, now I the know. latest plan is what they want to do is vaccinate you through your food. Yes. They want to... I don't know how you want to say it. They want to basically put the vaccine in the food. Um, so they want what are called oral vaccines. Uh, Epic Times and others are speaking out about this very boldly, and I commend them for doing so. But the headline says this, new push for oral vaccines to vaccinate people using food. All right. So 
I bring this all up because you are going to need to, ladies and gentlemen, get eggs from your local farmer who will not vaccinate you through your food. All right? But anyway, I digress. We've been telling you to do that for a long time, so it's nothing new to our listeners. However, these chicken antibodies that literally, listen, they block the binding of multiple sars COVID 2 spike proteins and the variants to human ACE2 receptor. International Immunopharmacology with the report now. You say, well, what the heck are you talking about, Sam? I'm not an expert and I'm not a scientist, but I am pretty good at taking things that are complex and putting them on the kitchen table. So let me give a stab at this. And I don't want any of you scientists to call me and say, you didn't get it perfect. You didn't get it right. Here's the. I'm trying to make it where people can understand it, okay? Listen carefully to me. The ACE2 receptor, they say this, meet ACE2. It's the enzyme at the center of the COVID-19, they call it mystery. But I would say the COVID-19 reality, all right? Now, ACE2, which stands for, and I can't even say these words, anginotessin, Converting enzyme two is a protein that sits on the surface of many types of cells in the human body, including in the heart, gut, lungs, and inside the nose. Isn't that interesting? All right, now, what does this mean? It means that they've got these uh, enzymes that sit on the cells, these kind of proteins or whatever, right? And it sits there. Well, now they're saying, hey, these eggs, chicken egg antibodies, can be used to interpose is the best word I can describe. And the interposing is this egg um, antibody will go in there and sit on the cells or, or, or get into the top of the cells where these, quote, ACE2 receptors are and prevent COVID from hanging around, from binding, right? Now, yep, let me it, it compare hits. this to you in the most brutal way that I can, okay? I'm not a soft-spoken guy, and I'm not willing to play games with words. Listen carefully. Remember how they want to murder your babies with chemical abortions? And remember how even the... the, uh, the um, um, what's it called? Pill the girls on the pill. What's that pill called? Oh, the day after pill, the morning after pill. Yeah, but even the regular. Um, oh, oh, birth control. Just your ba- birth regular control. birth right, control. I'm sorry, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Okay. Even the birth control pills, ladies and gentlemen. What will happen is the sperm will meet the egg and create a baby. Okay. Then what will happen is the abortion pill and other pills will make it to where that baby, the sperm and the egg together. Now it's already started to divide and, and grow cannot connect to the uterine wall okay so therefore then the 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 baby uh basically dies because it can't connect to the uterine wall can't get the nutrients that it needs and eventually dies and is sloughed off by the woman's body okay this might be a little more detailed than you want but look it relates okay listen and i'm telling you what happens when this chicken egg enzyme or i'm sorry this chicken egg uh protein enzyme you're right antibodies Uh, meets mm-hmm. with this receptor 2 that we're talking about, this ACE receptor 2, it does the same thing. It makes it so the COVID spike protein can't connect and stay in the body. So the body then sloughs it off, 
kicks it out, rejects it, gets rid of it. And why do I bring this connection? Because it helps you understand it, number one. Number two, it tells you how evil and satanic birth control is in the first place. Man-made birth control, anyway. And it also highlights to you, ladies and gentlemen, why do you think that they used human egg? Oh, I'm sorry. Aborted baby fetus tissue to make your vaccines. Oh, you think this is all unrelated, do you? Well, I got news for you. We're putting the dots together, and we're coming after these criminals, and we're calling for Nuremberg trials, people. You think this is unrelated? I've just connected the dots for you. Mary? I totally agree with you. In fact, do you know that they have known since the 1800s that egg yolk antibodies uh, neutralize agents like tetanus, the tetanus toxin. Um, it goes on and on. This report is really good because what this basically shows you is exactly what you've been saying. They have known about this for a long, long time. They know that when you eat healthy, it, it reinforces your own natural immune system. And this is why they're altering all of our food. This is why they're um, chemicalizing everything so that they don't, so that our food is no longer our medicine. It is no longer our, um, what we need to have healthy immune system. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And now, interestingly it, enough, listen to this. Let me give you another little tidbit to this. It resides in the nose, along with the lungs, the heart. All right, everything that relates to the COVID. Now remember how I had a guy on who's with a company called Clear, spelled with an X. He had a nose rinse made with natural, um, natural. It's a natural Botanicals? product. I guess made with natural Herbs? ingredients. Mm-hmm. All right. And he uh, basically started to say, hey, if you rinse with our clear nasal spray or nasal, then it will reduce or prevent COVID. Well, the FDA sued the guy's socks off, and he's still battling with them right now, the CEO of this group called Clear. Hey, can you skip the break for me? This is too good. Sure. Right. <clears throat> they just skipped the break. All right, so <clears throat> what I'm saying, though, is look, and this guy got sued because he said that. Now you kind of wonder, hmm. If this uh, resides in the nose and all that kind of stuff, and you could get the clear or some of these other solutions, like the egg, uh, what's it egg called? Yolk? Egg yolk? Antibodies. Good old egg antibodies. Yolk. Yep. I want to uh, use the word antibodies because I want antibodies. people to understand that it's, it's really important. It's not just egg yolk. It's not just egg. It's these antibodies that are in the eggs, right? Okay. God knows what he's doing, people. So all I'm telling you is when you use the eggs or the, this nasal spray all of this prevents the binding of COVID or the spike protein. We know the spike protein is the evil agent here, but it prevents the binding of the COVID spike protein to the ACE2 receptor. Those are in your nose. Those are everywhere. No wonder they want to sue this guy and shut him down. How can COVID continue if we stop it? No wonder eggs are so expensive. How can you... We're gaining the knowledge, and we're seeing what they're doing, folks, and we're exposing them. But this is huge, Mary. It is huge, yes, because the ACE2, of course, um, uh, is involved in your lung function, heart function, blood vessels, kidneys, liver, your gastrointestinal tract. Um, it's present in the FLE. Uh, F- I'm sorry, I can't talk today. Um, it's, it's basically everywhere in the human body, and we need to do whatever we can to reinforce the function of our natural immune system. And again, that goes back to eating good, healthy food, such as eggs. It's amazing. God has an answer for everything. Yes, 
But I find that interesting, folks. Think about it. They want to put this in your food now because then they know you can't stop it. What they want to do is they want to make sure that this protein, the spike protein of the COVID, does not get interrupted. They want to make sure that the binding stays. They want this baby (laughs) to live and kill you. All right? They don't want this baby to be sloughed off. They know how to stop it with, like, the abortion pills or the birth control pills. They know how to do this, even with the COVID. They're just not telling you this. And the proof is in the example, the comparison that I've drawn between these two, Mary. Oh, you did a very good job of explaining it, too, Sam. Um, you know, they're, they already have edible vaccine plants. Uh, I've known about the fact that they've been working with bananas and potatoes for over 20, 25 years. And there's a great study, a case study called in agricultural biosecurity. That's uh, the American scientists, Federation of the American scientists. And they go on to say making edible vaccines and plants um, is, is something they want to do because number one, they don't have to deliver them. You're going to go buy them and pick them up yourself, right? They are needle free, require no adjuvants. Um, the chemicals will stimulate your own re- immune response. When the plant is ingested, the plant cell would, uh, wall would protect the vaccine antigen from degradation by stomach acids and digestive enzymes. I mean, it just gets creepier and creepier when you think about what they're doing to our food product out there. And I wonder if, in fact, we don't already have potatoes and bananas on the market for many, many years. And I've also heard they've tried to use tomatoes, but I guess uh, tomatoes were too acidic. So they need like an alkaline fruit or vegetable with which to do this. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big advocate of eating as much organic food as we possibly can, but God only knows what we're getting in, in our food anymore. Yeah, there you have it. By the way, yesterday I talked about La Tomatina. I don't know if you guys know about that, but uh, do you know about that, Mary? No, I don't. La Tomatina is Spain's annual giant tomato fight. Happens every year. They say it looks cozy if you like being covered with tomato juice, and we talked about this in detail yesterday. Uh, It's a crazy uh, story. But, yeah, so they'll leave the tomatoes to a tomato fight, and while you have fun, they'll inject your food with these not vaccines, people. Let's be clear. That's what they want you to believe they're called, but they're not. They've expanded the definition. They want to literally mutate your genes, and they want to do it with this drug that they're going to put in your food that will absolutely modify your RNA, DNA, whatever you want to call. They will manipulate your cells in man-made ways for engineered intentional outcomes. This is where, hey, today's modern reality meets the eugenics movement that has been going on. They jettisoned Hitler because he was too vocal about his agenda. But they jettisoned Hitler, took it underground, and it's alive and well today. And now it's rearing its ugly head at your dinner table, Mary. Yes, it is. And, you know, you were mentioning earlier in the first hour about our corn, how terrible corn is. And, again, another article, as we sit here, on um, Federation of American Scientists talks about biofarming, how it offers great promise, but it is very controversial. And corn is by far the most popular biofarm plant followed by soybeans, tobacco, rice, and other non-food crops. Um, duckweed, uh, and they, they go on to say that it's, uh, there are a lot of critics of biofarming because plants process yeah, proteins and differently. I'm one of them. 
Oh, me too. Me too. In fact, I gave up corn a long time ago. I now look at all ingredients that I bring into my home. Um, I try to buy nothing with any, any type of corn oil or corn product because I know, you know, that it's tearing up the gut wall and um, it's causing severe food allergies. It's causing all kinds of health problems. And yet people still think corn is a good thing to eat when, in fact, unfortunately, well, if it, if it's it was no real God ordained corn, it would be decent to eat in moderation. And if you can find it. But, yeah, but the problem is, is the genetically modified man-made corn. Well, hey, now Mexico doesn't even want it. And they say it's easy to use corn as a um, biofarm product because it has large amounts of protein. That's easy to purify because the structure of the corn genome is well understood and relatively easy to engineer. So people avoid corn. I know unless you can find somebody growing organic uh, corn from from heirloom seeds you got to get those heirloom seeds you can't trust any seed out there on the market either uh, unless you can find that or you can grow it in your own backyard with really good high quality seeds I would say completely eliminate it from your diet and start reading labels looking for anything made with corn syrup or corn oils there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Run while you can. All right, I want to talk to Mary about some things related to health that are not related to vaccines right now. But I find a couple of these things some pretty interesting good news. And I want to end on good news for today because it's been a pretty gnarly show. We've literally doubled down and given you some hard medicine, right? Uh, but I want to end on some good news notes. And here's the headlines that I covered a little bit yesterday, but I want Mary's take on these is why I'm bringing them up again. Sometimes I bring up stories because um, the mainstream press doesn't give you the story if it's good news or they manipulate the story or they mention it just for two seconds. But I want to dwell on these stories a little bit because they're fascinating. Here it is. Study, quote, showing gratitude reduces stress, improves heart health. The study is published in the International Journal of what they call Psychophysiology. And they talk about a Harvard study that's 80 years old, Mary. And they say that this 80-year-old study has been going on, and it now proves that embracing your community or those around you helps us live longer and be happier. Um, Harvard staff writer with this piece. I got to give them credit because that's where I got it. But here's the details. The surprising finding from this 80-year-plus study, the surprising finding, they say, is our relationships and how happy we are in those relationships has a huge, positive, powerful influence on our health. Close relationships, they say more than money or fame, are what keep people happy throughout their lives, the study reveals. They go on and say being grateful lowers blood pressure. And, and they go on and they talk about how important it is to have good, solid, close relationships. Those who do are healthier their whole lives long. It took them 80-plus years in this study to confirm this. Mary, people like you and I have known this all along. 
Absolutely. Um, what I do is, you know, being one who researches a lot of dark stuff, um, what I do every morning, Sam, is I wake up and the first thing I do is say, Lord, thank you for giving me another day that I can be a light in this world of darkness. And I begin to think about my blessings, our comforts. And this is where gratitude comes in. Think about how well we live in this country. Uh, our poor people are even better off than most other third world countries. Our poor people still have water. They still have, you know, shelter. They still can get food. They still have clothing. So my point is, is having that attitude of gratitude is critical. And another thing I do, Sam, which really, really helps me, is I look up scriptural verses that talk about being grateful and having an, uh, uh, an attitude of gratitude and being blessed. And I literally print them out. I make them in bigger print, and I have them in my bathroom where I wake up and brush my teeth in the morning, and I have them on mirrors around my home so that when I go across that, when I see that, it just reminds me that even though we live in this very trying time and very dark time, it still is a good time. And God put us here for a reason. He appointed us here at this very time. And if you believe in that, if you believe that you have a purpose in this world at this time, you got to understand that God puts you here now. And the, the question is, Lord, what can I do? What can I do to help those around me? What can I do to help others to educate and to be thankful for everything? I know it sounds crazy, Sam, but I'm grateful when I get in a warm shower. I'm grateful when I go to the grocery store and I see food on shelves that I can put in my cart. And I'm grateful the fact that I can get up every day and, and work and function and, and, and not have bombs going off around me. So you're right. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. And another thing I do, Sam, is I put on worship music in my home. I actually have a favorite YouTube channel, and it's called uh, Grace for Purpose. And every day they put out new um, uh, messages with worship music and scripture verses and a prayer. So if you don't know how to pray, folks, just turn that on, and they can show you how to pray. But you're right. We have got to be grateful because we still live in the best country in the world. And we can make it better by just continuing to do what we do and what you're doing on this show. And that's helping to direct people and guide people and wake them up, Sam. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, Give Me Your Eyes is one of my favorite worship songs. There you uh, go. Do you know that song? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I, I like love it. it. I like it because a lot of the worship songs um, have the right attitude, but very few of them take stock of our shortcomings, point them out in meaningful ways that we can uh, solve problems. So give me your eyes. The reason I like that song so much is because it basically says, God, I know I fail, but I need your help. And if you give me the help, the faith, your eyes or the, the right vision, then I can go to work. And that's why I like that song so much, because of what it really um, encourages us to do. It's one thing to listen, to take in. It's another thing than to get up and go to work. And that's the kind of guy yes. I am, and that's why I like it. Yes, I agree. It gives. It, it's, it's, Lord, give me the eyes to see those who are in need. You know, I love that song as well. I have so and, many and, favorites. And give me the ability to see it in your way, Lord, because yes. I miss it. I just don't get it uh, as a as a person but i can if you help me lord that's the idea here right yep you're right give me the heart to feel for those that are less fortunate 
By the way, just so people know, it's Brandon Heath. Give me your eyes. Um, it's an official music song. video. You can check it out. Anyway, it's a great tune. Uh, I'm not saying there's not a lot of others, but I brought up that one specifically because of the action with God's guidance or God's, God, I need you. Uh, now let me, let you work through me. I'm willing. I just need the vision. I need the understanding. I need to be able to analyze things as they really are. And then I, your, my heart and my will is yours, God, and I'll do what you ask me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say and what you want me to, and, and I'll help others. And it really highlights it in a, in a, in a very meaningful way. All right. Any final thoughts before we let you fly? Well, I just want to bless you for what you're doing. Um, I enjoy being a part of your program once a month like this. I would encourage those who have young family members, please send them to my website. It's marytoko.com. You can also find it through childhoodshots.com. I have tons of free articles on there about everything related to raising children healthy. And, of course, I have um, educational products for you to help you do that. But, Sam, I just want to thank you so much for having me on. And uh, God bless you. And we'll talk to you next month. MaryToco.com is the website, ladies and gentlemen. That's Mary, as you normally know. But Toco, T-O-C-C-O is what you got to know. MaryToco.com. And that way you can learn about her incredible speaking uh, talent, her international speaking opportunities. Uh, you can bring her in as a speaker to your organization, very valuable, to your patriot group, to whatever. You can watch uh, some of the things that she does on YouTube and on Liberty Roundtable and many other places. Uh, she's been an educator and an activist, a trainer, a speaker, an author for literally decades, all about your immune system. Wow, do we need that in America today, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Sam. Take care. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for the whole crew today. Sam Bushman, Mary Toko, Kelly Finnegan, all the staff behind the scenes that make this broadcast rock and roll like it does. We want to thank you, the listener. Without you, we wouldn't be here and there'd be no purpose to the broadcast. Spread the word. Tell your loved ones. Tell the tale of truth, will you? And we, the people, will indeed restore the republic. We will stand for God family and country this nation will or shall endure libertyroundtable.com lovingliberty.net my nationally syndicated partner lovingliberty.net god save the republic of the united states of america